we're talking about emotional mapping and how to hack your response, your patterns to get a better result. We're going to identify an emotion you consistently have like overwhelm, like anger, self-doubt, disconnectedness, and we will call out your negative coping pattern and find a positive coping pattern for you. We will then set it up like an if-then. If I get overwhelmed, then I do X, Y, Z. It's going to be amazing. Welcome to Pivot Me, where we give business tips and mental hacks so you can move past your biggest obstacles and live the life you've earned. And now your host, business advisor and performance expert, April Garcia. For years, I made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I coach driven entrepreneurs to hack success, create more time and get better results through high performance habits, the multiply me method, and a little mental gymnastics. On Pivot Me, I talk to thought leaders and experts sharing our successes, our many scrubs, and how we can all use both to move us to the next level. Join us and learn real, simple steps to pivot you and your business towards the life you've earned. All right, how are you doing today? Is this a great day? Are we productive today? Are we feeling on fire today? So I'm doubling down on my Q4 goals and I'm working hard to wrap up projects I promised myself would be done in 2021. I need them done or at least damn near close to being done before we ring in that new year. I'm also getting ready to attend the first live Tony Robbins event in two years. Unleash the Power Within in Florida. I'm pumped. I'm seeing friends, clients, connecting with many. It's going to be amazing. I cannot wait. But as I hustle on my Q4 goals, personal and professional... And then I overlay that with the pace of running a business and a podcast and a family. I started to struggle last Tuesday. I had so much to get done in the day. And though I have all the techniques and the tools to get me through situations just like that, I, I literally wrote the course on it. Multiply me on productivity. This is, this is my jam. But sometimes I still default to old sabotage habits. And I did that last Tuesday. I'm going to tell you about it. You see, my particular flavor of self-sabotage is when I feel the emotion of overwhelm, I default to low-value tasks. Something quick to check off, get a little dopamine hit, and I feel like I'm progressing. But I'm not. I'm doing stuff, insignificant stuff that doesn't really need to get done, especially not by me. If I was to map this out, It would look like the emotional or the situation is overwhelm. And then we've got kind of a little arrow going over. And then the negative coping pattern was focusing on low value tasks, doing a bunch of stuff that didn't need to get done. Oh, I'm overwhelmed by these many important projects. Seems like a great time to clean out my inbox, organize my desk. Have you ever done this? So overwhelm leads to low value tasks, things that don't really need to get done. But was this the best use of my time? Is it the best use of your time? Hells no, but it's where I naturally went to avoid the larger, more crucial things I needed to get done. So Tuesday started as a dumpster fire. I came in with the fire extinguisher and I put it out and I was like, oh wait, I know how to handle these things. And I did X, Y, Z and it worked. So here's the good news. I have solved the equation on how not to do this. How to avoid self-sabotage. I'm going to share it today. Now, it doesn't have to be overwhelm. It can be whatever whatever emotion that you go to. We're going to solve that. And it only doesn't work if you don't use it. 
Like I didn't use it on Tuesday morning, but then I eventually kicked into gear. Okay. Because there is some situation, some emotion you experience. And when you do, you have a negative response, this sort of negative pattern that doesn't serve you. And it sure doesn't serve the people around you. How fast can you change that? At the speed of a decision, deciding to do this instead of that. But first, you need to know what this is. Which brings us to our topic today, which we're talking about emotional mapping and how to hack your response, your patterns to get a better result. We're going to identify an emotion you consistently have like overwhelm, like anger, self-doubt, disconnectedness, and we will call out your negative coping pattern and find a positive coping pattern for you. We will then set it up like an if-then. If I get overwhelmed, then I do X, Y, Z. It's going to be amazing because the truth is you should make you a keen topic of study. Be curious about yourself. Why do I do this? Why don't I do that? Not analyze to an action. I'm all about the action, baby. But because we should know ourselves, we should understand ourselves and at times hack our responses. We should change our responses. Know how to kick your own butt into gear. Know how to replace a negative pattern with a positive pattern. All right. So let's, let's okay, let's get into some real examples. I'm going to start with my client, Matt. Matt, like many others, will struggle with self-doubt and insecurity. Now, that's a lot of us, right? Like there are moments, there are sometimes triggers or situations that can bring that, that emotion quickly to the surface. Now, what we do about the emotion, that's key. So now no one would guess that he struggles with this because Matt's extremely successful. He's a thought leader in his industry, a recognizable face. If I said it, you would know him, but don't be fooled. None of those accomplishments are a natural elixir to stop self-doubt. A lot of people think it is. In fact, often the more successful we become, the bigger the stakes are. We, we can become more worried that we can't deliver at this pace or deliver in the results in the way that we once did. And it can, it can actually be more anxiety-inducing, like more stressful. Am I going to be able to stay at this standard? So Matt has this negative emotion, self-doubt, right? He has this emotion. All right, so I have self-doubt. Fine. What's his knee-jerk reaction? Well, Matt gets hypercritical of others when this happens. He starts criticizing those around him. He finds their faults, their gaps. Now we can analyze why he does it, but most important is that he stops doing it. It hurts him. It hurts those around him even more. This negative coping pattern when he's insecure, it, it pushes people away and we need Matt to stop doing that, right? And we, we all do this. It might be a different emotion, but we all do this in one form. So what else can Matt do? Well, after a little bit of exploring, Matt found that when he read through his attaboy folder, shout out to episode 70, build me up buttercup, his self-doubt went away. Hmm, tell us more, Matt. Well, the more he reflected on past achievements, past successes, the better he felt about facing current hurdles. When I think about closing that big deal five years ago, it makes me feel a lot better about the deal I'm currently in the middle of. It alleviates my self-doubt. All right. This process took 10 minutes and then Matt wasn't a jerk to the people around him. It was a win-win. But as you can see, it's important that we got to identify what that emotion is. So he, he identified a, a positive coping pattern, right? He, reading his attaboy folder and replaced his knee-jerk reaction of criticizing those around him with that. Oh, so simple. Instead of like telling your teen that they're screwing up or, you know, being 
tough on your kids or your spouse, you can just flip through a folder in your phone or read through some choice emails and remind yourself, oh, that's right. That's right. I can put self-doubt away. These are the things that I've done in the past and this solved it for him. So what do we do? So we we set this up in terms of an if-then statement for Matt. So if Matt is feeling self-doubt, then he reads his boy folder. Simple, right? So simple. But this shift, hacking his response, meant a lot to his work environment and it meant a lot to his family. All right, so we got Matt. We've got a self-doubt and how he solves it out with that about folder. So let me give you another real life example. I'm gonna tell you about Nick. When too busy or away from his people for too long, Nick started to feel disconnected. The emotion is disconnectedness from himself, from his family, from his team. The problem was when he felt disconnected, he'd get on social media. He would doom scroll through Facebook and Instagram. Did that make Nick feel more connected when he was traveling for business? Nope. He felt less connected. He would have FOMO, fear of missing out on the party he couldn't attend the day his kids had at school. He was he was disconnected from all of that. Much of the time, we feel less connected using the tools that are supposed to connect us, but that's another topic. Fear of missing out, envy over someone else's day, situations, business, house, the list goes on. It did not make Nick feel more connected. But here's what he figured out. When he had the feeling of disconnectedness, he did a walk and talk. He would go for 30 minutes, a 30 minute walk while talking to a friend on the phone. He usually scheduled these in advance. Hey, at 7 p.m., I'm gonna head out for a walk. Um, can we chat then? This, this made him feel connected to the people he loved, connected to the people that mattered. He felt like home when he had those conversations. He was engaged in their lives, not just witnessing it on social media. Nick took himself off the bench. And now he was engaging with those people. When Nick's traveling for business, this is more important than ever. Scheduling a Zoom call with his family or a virtual dinner date with a friend is a way to replace his negative coping pattern. So Nick's if then was, if I feel disconnected while traveling, then I schedule a 30-minute walk and talk with my friend. So simple. Actually, a, a spinoff of this, this, a very similar situation was my client Bethany, who when she felt disconnected, she procrastinated. What was her solution? Realizing she was more productive when she does her work in the company of others. So she started to do her work at cafes and pubs. They gave her energy and solved her negative coping pattern of procrastination. Her if then was, if I feel disconnected, then I grab my laptop and I head to the nearest cafe. Simple, right? Is this rocket science? Nope. But it does take some introspection some honesty with yourself, ownership of your particular flavor of self-sabotage and a decision on what you'll do next time you face that emotion. I'd like to talk to you. I'd like to talk to you each and every week. If you are here and you're leveling up your business and life, hopefully we are talking through this podcast, but let's talk in real time. Look, if you know you are capable of more, but don't just want to work more, we should talk. If you know you've got bigger goals, maybe writing a book, a TED Talk, learning to sail, finally doing that half marathon, maybe you want to disrupt an entire industry, but you already feel pretty busy with your current life and business, what's the next step? Well, we should talk. I got a lot of options, a lot of exercises, a lot of things that will shortcut your success and help you reach that next level of success. You can book a free 15-minute call with me right on my website. Go check out theaprilgarcia.com and get your time slot booked. Let's connect real time. 
Time for our coaching moment. I want you to write your if-then statement. Let's start with the emotion. What's your emotion? Is it overwhelm? Disconnectedness? Insecurity? Anger? (laughs) Anger is a big problem, and there's a lot of collateral damage to that one. Speaking of, actually, I'm going to let you in on a little secret of coaching. So an interesting pattern I've observed working with both male and female high performers. Often the emotion men want to map is anger or insecurity. The emotions women want to map is overwhelm and guilt. It's pretty interesting, huh? That's a whole other topic we got to dive into. Something I've noticed in coaching, but let's get back to anger. The problem with anger is that the negative coping pattern is often that we criticize others. You become a jerk to other people, critical and harsh. What can you choose? Notice I said choice. And this is a theme between you and I, isn't it? I'm always like, it's a choice. It's a choice. Take back your power that it's all a choice. You'll see this again and again in Pivot Me. It's a choice. Our knee-jerk reaction is a choice. Don't trust your brain to decide real time how to respond. Set yourself up for success by planning it, by talking about, by this conversation, this podcast right here. When my kid loses her shoes like she does almost every day, I am choosing to get angry. She doesn't make me angry. I damn well know she's going to keep losing her shoes. It will happen again. So instead, I've got to choose another positive coping pattern. I immediately try to think of something I love about her in the moment. That softens my response. Am I 100% bang on every time? Nope. It ain't easy. And it sure as hell wasn't natural the first time I did it. I wanted to get mad. That was my knee-jerk reaction because we just bought those damn running shoes at Shields. But I had to choose different. I had to work to choose a different reaction. If you get angry and are a jerk to others, that's a choice. The problem is we forget. That's not just the way you are. The second I hear someone say, well, that's just the way I am. You're giving yourself a pass on change. You're giving yourself a pass on the work. This is who we are choosing to be by not doing the work to have a different outcome. Take ownership of your response. So you can preemptively map out your emotions, choose better ones, better responses, and you'll have a better life. In closing today, we defined emotional mapping and how it can help you train your brain to find better patterns in the moment. We discussed your if-then statement. If I feel blank, then I do blank. Do take some time to consider your repeating emotions and your negative patterns. Take the time to replace them with a better, a positive response that serves you and serves those around you. And here's the other cool piece of this. I would love for you to share this with us. Share it with us here at Pivot Me. I'd love to hear what yours was and and then what you mapped it out to be. Share your if-then statements with us on Facebook or Instagram. I'm the April Garcia on all platforms and maybe we'll share it on the podcast. This isn't just about feeling better. It's about being better for you and for those around you. Now go plan those positive responses. Make it a great day. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors, and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. 
you guys. You're amazing.